This is totally uninteresting, and it's all going to get cut from the no, podcast. No, it's not, because what's funny about it is that I think it's real. I think that the lake is really big. I'm Katie. And I'm Jason. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. We left our lives and family in small town Iowa to move overseas. And now as it becomes a reality, we want to share our adventures and our experiences along the way. Let's say that last part together. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome home. Who? You. Me? Yeah, we just got home. Yeah, we're back and we're back to recording a podcast. Yeah. We are both a little tired this time around. Yeah, we just had a weekend. We just returned from a weekend trip that we're going to talk about. Yes. And we went to Bodrum. Bodrum, Turkey. Yep. Technically, it wasn't for like a whole weekend. We just went for one night. Yeah, I mean, 36 hours. Yeah, we left yesterday. Yesterday morning. About 8 o'clock. 36 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, so we just skipped Friday night. Which Friday night we would have just gotten there, maybe walked around a little bit, and then gone to bed and not slept well. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a really great trip. So Bodrum is on. It's about a three hour drive from where we live in Izmir. It's on the south coast. Um, it's apparently like one of the oldest um, port cities in the area of Turkey. It used to be a very big, famous port city. Um, it was the capital of one of the many empires throughout history. Um, on the pier, it's most known for now, um, there's this really old castle that's kind of on a, not a pier, what do you call it? This little jetty. Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah, peninsula. Um, really old castle. It's also well known for the Starbucks that's right next to it. That's not on the peninsula. Hmm. The castle is the only thing that's really on the peninsula. Yeah, we just sat at the Starbucks. Yeah, but you can see the Starbucks from the castle. Yeah. And you can see the castle from the Starbucks. Yeah, so we went. Um, some of our friends um, asked us if we wanted to go with them, and we said, "Why not?" Sure. And so we, we did, like these friends. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Um, we hung out. You hung out with the wife a lot, yeah. but we, as couples, has only hung out a couple times before. Yeah, but not for this long, and it it went really well. Yeah. Well, and one, I think another fun fact is that they're from Germany, living here. He's working, and she's not working, but she spent like the first year learning Turkish, and this is their second year here. And it's really fun for us because they speak English, but we we don't know any German. But what's what's been really interesting is when we're talking and we don't know how to ex- describe something either in English or they don't know how to say it in German. It's just it's always really fun to to realize, like, we're actually living in Turkey, but trying to both speak in English. They have great English. But then we're also trying to communicate culturally between Germany and America while we're living in Turkey. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah, the German culture and American culture aren't too different, I think. No, but there's enough differences in, like, cultural yeah, humor and... Um, famous people and songs that it just makes it really fun. What? Yeah, You're laughing fun. at me. No, it was fun. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, so it was fun to... I, I hang out with the wife a lot. You, She's your running buddy. Right, she's my running buddy. So I, I meet with her Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. It's been really great for some accountability. 
And then she does some Turkish lessons with me on Thursdays and we cook together with mm-hmm. my language helper. And so that's been really fun to kind of have a partner um, when it comes to exercising and doing some language. And we we also go to this international women's group that I'm a part of. Yeah. You basically hang out with her more than me. <laughs> basically. <laughs> if you don't count the time that we're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, where should we start? You, you start, yeah, you started you started yeah. talking about Bodrum and then I interrupted, but No, it's okay. The castle itself is uh, it's fairly unremarkable as far as castles go. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But it was I really mean, big. Yeah, it was big. Um but th- there's also like an underwater museum, like things that they have found underwater, like shipwrecks and lots of pots, lots of pots. Um <laughs> But but what I mean is that, like, as far as, like, castles go, it was pretty standard. Like, it was big. There were towers. There were walls. There were rocks. You know. But that's it. I think, I think you're underappreciating the um, renovation that they did to put, like, to putting this castle back together. And the amount Maybe. of work that they went into... To the like displaying the things that they have found in the area. Let me say it again. I've seen quite a few castles in my lifetime. This one is just another one of the bunch. It's not like the Disney castle in Disneyland, which is just like different than every other castle I've seen. That is not even a castle. I know. I'm that just is trying a to replica make, of trying, a real castle. I'm trying to make a point that this castle was. Very similar to lots of other castles that I've seen. I was impressed. Point made. There were a lot of pots, though. (laughs) That's because it was a port city, and the ships that were wrecked had lots of goods that they brought from other cities. Yeah, there were a couple of, like, these are, like, the OCD archaeologists that, like, go and find a thousand-year-old shipwrecks under sea, and one of them just happened to be, like, carrying glass, and so, literally, there's people who, like, took all of these broken pieces of glass and, like, put them back together into the jars that, that they were. It's pretty... Uh, they also found some that were intact, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And so, in the 70s and 80s, they spent a lot of time um, excavating this and then... Underwater. Under, right, from underneath the water. And then, in the 1990s, the end of the 1990s, this exhibition was opened, and it talks about how they took things out. So, the videos are extremely old, but I was actually... <laughs> the, the videos we're watching are, like, 30 years old. The yes. castle in which we're sitting is, like, 2,000 years old. Yes. The videos were old. So you're right. <laughs> Everything else in there was much, much older. But I was really impressed with how creative they got with, like, telling the story of how they got everything out of the water and how they excavated things. I've just – I've been to a lot of ruins in Turkey, and I think this has been one of the better ones when it comes to explaining what things are and showing us what things mean and why they're important and – I've just been to a lot of places, and maybe it's different now because it, like nine, eight, nine years has passed since I first came and seen a lot of these sites, and maybe maybe things have changed. But this one I thought was just really, really cool that there was a lot of like, here's how this works, and here's where it came from. and Yeah, well, good. And there's a lot of areas that you could walk. There's some places that you couldn't walk, but I just thought they did a really good job. 
And what I liked about it is that it wasn't crowded. Yeah. So It wasn't crowded. Right. So the castle was one thing that we did. Mm-hmm. We also visited um, the... The mausoleum. The mausoleum. And by saying that, we mean like it was the first. Yeah. So it was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Ancient. So there's the current seven wonders of the world, which I don't know what they are. The Great Pyramids of Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. The Empire State Building. Is that one of them? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know what they are. What are they? Let's see. You got the Great Pyramid. Uh, Empire State Building is not one of them. Yeah, that was a joke. Okay, this I- is the classic seven wonders. Yeah, I think those are the ones that people talk about. Okay, so Great Pyramids. The mausoleum is one of them, the one that we saw. Really? Yeah, these are the classic wonders. Oh, so, seven so these wonders. are the seven wonders of the ancient world. Right. Okay. Um, what are the other five? Okay, the one. another one is here in Turkey. T- just tell me. Don't make me guess. No, no, no. I want you to guess. The Hagia Sophia. No. Well, I don't know. Okay, it's really big. People come here to visit it, and it's the near Hagia us. Hagia Sophia. No, it's near us. Ephesus. Ephesus. Okay. The Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. Oh, okay. That's that's nothing. I know. It's that's, like a pillar now. I know. It's like ancient. I just saw a new, a, an article about how it's like a swamp because they're not even taking care of it. Yeah, it is. And like all of that's just going to go away eventually. Uh, okay. So the other ones are the Hanging Gardens at Babylon, mm. Statue of Zeus at Olympia. These oh, are I things. Oh, I know the one. I know the last one. It's uh, the Rhodes, the Statue of Rhodes, right? Uh, c- Colossus. Yes, of Rhodes. Colossus of Rhodes. Rhodes, like the island. Yeah. That has the like half marathon that I want to do there. Yeah, I think so. There's there used to be some like giant statue, like giant statue of a golden man or something like that. But know. this is not there anymore. Like, these no, are none things of these you can't are there. See. And then uh, the pyramids. Right, the lighthouse of Alexandria, which I've actually been to. Man, most of those are in Turkey. Mm. The mausoleum is, uh-huh. the uh, Temple of Artemis is, at Ephesus is. Oh, the lighthouse. Is in uh, Egypt. Egypt. So it's close by. And, and Rhodes is, is actually. Just across the water. Yeah, really close by. Yeah. Well, I guess this is the cradle of civilization. Yeah. So what are those? The, those are the seven wonders of the world? Yeah, but I think that they're the older ones because I thought there were some newer ones. New seven wonders of the world. Uh, what website is this though? This one that I'm looking at is world.new7wonders.com. Does that one count? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What does it list? Uh, what about the Travel Channel or National Geographic? Which one? I don't care. Okay. The new seven wonders of the world would be in India, Taj Mahal, mm, Jordan, seem- Petra, uh, China, Great Wall of China. Yeah, these seem right. Uh, Christ the Redeemer in Brazil. Oh, the big... Statue. Mm-hmm. That's for Machu Picchu. <laughs> Machu Picchu. Pikachu. No. Pokemon Go. No. Carly is going to be like rolling her eyes at you right now. What's Machu Picchu? It's this like massive mountain and like you have the stairs that you can climb up on the side. It's a mountain? A mountain can't be a wonder. It's the 15th century Inca site in Peru. Oh, okay. Carly, you're going to have to send him a message and talk to him all about this, Okay. It's not my responsibility. Uh, the pyramid at the in Mexico. Chicken Itza. Yeah, Chicken Itza. Oh my gosh, I totally butchered that. And then that's it. That, hold on, there's got to be another one. Oh, the Colosseum, the Colosseum in Rome. Colosseum. Okay. 
Those are the new ones. So we saw the mausoleum. So the mausoleum used to be this really big thing. I thought there was one in Afghanistan, like the Bamiyan. In Bamiyan, there's this like massive statue that was built into the wall. I thought that was part of the ancient wonders of the world. Sorry. Okay. If I find it, I'm going to I'll link to it later. So the mausoleum, there was a guy named... Mausoleum. <laughs> that's why it's called the mausoleum. No, I don't think his name was mausoleum. Yes. No, that's I think what it was said. like mausoleus or something like okay. that. Okay, mausoleus. Something like that. It is anyway, close enough he to died. Mausoleum. They buried him here, and there was this huge thing built. Building, a huge building. Building, yeah. Monument. Sculptures and pillars and whatever. All sorts of temple likeness going on there. Right now, it's just a hole in the ground. <laughs> like, literally. All in the ground. Yeah. With a bunch of like leftover column pieces. And a lot of rocks. (laughs) Yeah, there's like nothing there anymore. They like didn't even bother to try to put some of the column pieces together. Apparently a lot of like the ruins were taken to build the aforementioned castle. Um, And so there's not a whole lot there. Um, But apparently this thing, I mean, was pretty big. And they people have been talking about this place for a really long time and they have writings from like ancient historians that describe it and so they just kind of guess about what it looks like based on what they found and based on how people have described it in the past um pliny the elder described it in one of his writings um so yeah but now it's just pliny pliny the elder who's that he was an ancient historian you just got that off of a sign didn't you i've heard it before Yeah, I think. (laughs) They did have a poster about how over the years as they were doing their research and excavating, like how their thoughts of what the mausoleum actually looked like. Changed. Yeah, Yeah, how it changed over time. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, It was a third of the price to the castle, but we bought museum cards. So if you live in Turkey and you have like a work permit or a tourist permit, permit like a long-term permit longer than three months you get this like fancy little card that's either a blue card or a red card for your visa and with that visa card for your long-term stay you can actually get something that they call the muse cart and for 50 one to 40 lira and it gives you limited passes into these places and the next one up is 50 lira and it gives you like unlimited access to most of the museums in Turkey for like the next year. Yeah. Which we can is go like visit the castle as many $15. times as we want to. Yeah. We had this quite a bit discussion because the 40 lira one means you can only go into these places twice. twice. And it, Katie was like, we got to get the 50 lira one. And I said, we are not going to go into these places more than twice. In the next year. But we got the more expensive ones. Because it was just 20 lira more. And 20 lira more to be able to do something that we're not going to do. You don't know that. Like, the reason I did that is because, say, we have three visitors come this summer mm-hmm. and they all want to go into Ephesus. We only can go in twice. Yeah. And then we have to pay one more time, which is the price of the musee cart itself. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're right. So the things that were closer to us that we might do more than once, I was like, it's like worth 10 lira more just to pay, like to be able to go unlimited amount of times to the one we want to go to. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So 
That was a good that was a good choice on my part. Yep. <laughs> so after we left the mausoleum, we walked up the hill to this ancient theater that's there. And again, just nothing too spectacular. <laughs> it was an, an ancient, ancient theater. theater. Though it was on high kind of high up on the hill, which had a great view. Um, great view of the bay. And that was really beautiful. Yeah. So we saw an ancient castle and an ancient mausoleum and an ancient theater. Yeah. In an ancient city. Yeah. It was cool. It was a great weekend. Yeah, it was it was easy. It was easy to get around. We to fill in some of the other extra dots on our way down, um, since it took three hours to get there, we left at like eight o'clock in the morning and we stopped about halfway there's like this massive lake. It was huge. I mean, it's big. You yeah, it's big. are like rolling your eyes like <laughs> no, it no, was no. not that big. I like mean, it was a little like, pond. When I think massive, like I think like the Salt Lake in Utah. Or it was like, massive. Like Michigan. No, it's not nearly as big as any of those. We we were driving along the lake for like 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. This is going to be the show about Googling. Let's see how big it was. Okay, so that lake is 25 square miles, okay? That's pretty big, okay? The Great Salt Lake, 1,700 square miles. <laughs> okay? Yeah, but this is a really big lake for Turkey, okay? Give them some credit. It's not. It was a big lake. Lake Vaughn, 1,450 square miles. So it's about the same size as like... This is totally uninteresting, and it's all going to get cut from the no, podcast. No, it's not, because what's funny about it is that I think it's real. I think that the lake is really big, and then you're telling me it's not. And then you realize, oh, it's actually bigger than you thought it was. And then no, it wasn't. you're like, oh, Katie's right. It's a really big lake. That is not my point at all. I didn't talk about perspective to other lakes. I, I just saying, talked about that it's bigger than a pond. You said it was a massive lake, and my point is that it is not a massive lake. It is massive for it this is, area. It is tree. a relatively normal-sized lake. Okay, we're moving on. The reason that we're talking about this lake is because it's halfway to Bodrum, and along the way, we knew that we needed to stop for, like, breakfast. And so we ended up finding... This quaint little place on the water of the lake and had breakfast, Turkish breakfast. And it was so delightful. It was was really nice. Yeah. And so then on our way back today, we stopped at the same place. Yeah. It's like just kind of halfway. It's a good place to stop. good place to stop. Yeah. Yeah. We had lunch there this time. And we had lunch. So I don't know if anybody realized we were the same people. It's kind of a good halfway point. So we got breakfast on our way down and this like afternoon lunch, dinner type thing on the way back. Yep. And then in between our sightseeing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to, I was going to make the same transition. Go ahead. There were two other things that I wanted to talk about. Okay. What were they? The first one was our dinner. Mm, We did eat. We ate well on this 36 hour adventure. We ate fine. It was not my favorite meal, actually. Our opinions are like complete opposites about this whole thing. So we did find, <laughs> I, I say this, it is the number one restaurant in Bodrum. I think it's way more that has to do with the atmosphere. But it was a Spanish restaurant and we got tapas. Wanting to relive our month in Spain. Yeah. And so I think it's the same problem. I don't remember what we talked about 
with Spanish food. But I think my idea is the same is that tapas are really good and they emphasize quality over quantity. And so you get like, you order this thing and you get like two of them. Two. And so you can enjoy it, but like once you even start enjoying it, then they're done. And I think with my food, if you imagine like on a scale between like really, really good and a lot, I tend to like to be kind of like right in the middle of that where like it has to, I'd rather have a good sized portion of good food than a tiny portion of really good food. Like part of the enjoyment of eating is like eating, eating, you know? <laughs> and so it could be the, the best thing in the world, but if it takes you two seconds to eat it, then it was just kind of a waste of money. So anyway, that's kind of my, the food, everything we ate was pretty good. Um, borderline really good but it's just like small everything was so small yeah and then you you get the bill and then the bill is not small then you think okay but it was fun i mean it was a good good experience yeah i thought it was for for the rest of the time that we ate like it was nice to have kind of one one little nice meal yeah but it was fun yeah it was spanish and i think it kind of reflects flex are about like what happened with our eating while we were in Spain. Like most of the time we were sorely disappointed with mm-hmm. things that we ordered and yeah, how how it was done and just how unknowledgeable we are when it comes to ordering and experiencing Spanish foods. Yeah, I mean you get a menu with like fifty things on it. They're like two six. You really just uh, want the best of them. How do you choose? Like, you can choose one thing because, you know, if you go to them and you're just getting an entree, you're like, okay, there's hamburgers, there's pizza or steak. Okay, I want pizza. Okay, there's four types of pizza. Why I would want you get pizza when there's this steak? pizza? And so you can narrow it down. But if here's like, choose six of these 40 things. Like, how do you even begin to do that? It's difficult. I think you would have enjoyed this place more had you have just skipped all the tapas and just ordered an entree. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Or if we had just ordered like one tapas and ordered an entree, mm-hmm. I still think you would have been happier with that. Yeah, probably. Because I watched the people sitting next to us and they ordered some tapas as well, but they all ordered an entree and their entrees looked really good. Yeah. And like an entree is like a tapas, but bigger. You know what's yes, it is so, <laughs> yeah, and you can order a duck and it comes on a big plate of rice. That was part of the problem, like we had to keep asking for more bread, and the <laughs> bread was kind of like the thing that was actually making us feel full, otherwise, like the one shrimp that we ate, or like the two pieces of mushroom or whatever those mushrooms were good yeah it it was a nice restaurant. We had a really good time it was, and it it was cozy, and the people were kind and ordered a bottle of wine, which is one of the reasons that it was kind of expensive, (laughs) but it was good. So I would say if you go, I think it's worth the experience to go at least once. Sure. Just, I would say. No, let me qualify this for you. Okay. Because I know what you're thinking. (laughs) If you're visiting Turkey, don't go to a Spanish restaurant. So if you live in Turkey and you want to like something different, that's fine. But if you're just here visiting, don't go to a don't Spanish restaurant. Don't go to a Spanish restaurant. Go to Spain. Go to Spain. 
<laughs> right. But if you live here and you can get Turkish food all the time, then yeah. it's worth the experience. Right. But if you if you've never been here before, just skip all the international food. Get Turkish food. Yeah. You will never be disappointed. Get you some miskin there. With good solid Turkish or food. Down a kebab. While you're visiting Turkey. Ali Nazik. Ah, so good. Okay. If you're still here and still listening, we will now talk about the most interesting part of our trip. Yes. I was like, what was that? And then I remember how tired I am right now. (laughs) So it turns out the hotel that we booked was right next to a nightclub. This experience was a lot like episode three. Of our podcast. Of our podcast. Yeah. Because in Boston, we got an Airbnb place that was right above a nightclub. The thing about that one was, is that we knowingly chose... A nightclub, an apartment above a nightclub, like knowingly because it was really cheap and most of the time we were going to stay there was during week where the nightclub was not open. This one we didn't know. This was unknowingly, we we booked a hotel room right next to a nightclub. What time did it start? Like a 10 or 11? No. No, because we went to bed late. So it was like midnight almost. Yeah, it was like midnight that it kind of started. (gasps) The bass. The bass. Oh. The base. It didn't, I mean, it woke me up, but it didn't really bother me. I woke up at 1. It bothered you. I woke up at 2. It bothered our friends, too. No, I woke up at 12, and I woke up at 1. Both times I was able to kind of like half fall asleep and have weird dreams. But 2 o'clock rolled around, and there was no going back to sleep until like, it was almost 3.30 when I went back to sleep. Because I knew, I think my body like was so exhausted that it couldn't, it couldn't last anymore. So like... Doesn't matter what bass was keeping me awake like that. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And the bass had kind of calmed down by then. But I was like thirty minutes, thirty minutes to go until this nightclub. How did closes. you find out it closed at four? So <laughs> our friends, but at like two two a.m., she texts me and she's like, "Well, you know, if it was any other night, like this music is actually pretty good, and we might actually enjoy it." And I was like. Yes, I have thought about getting up and leaving this place. So, like, her attitude was much happier than mine was. I was more, like, ready to leave the place and find someplace else to go sleep. But I didn't. I was like, what nightclub is open until 4 a.m. on and off season? Maybe that's just the way they are. And here's what was so weird about it. All the other shops closed at, like, 8 or 9 p.m. We were walking to dinner at 7, and... So many shops were just closed. Maybe they reopen. We didn't see any at of them. Midnight. No. Maybe they reopen at midnight. And then we were walking back from our restaurant and we really wanted to have a waffle. Like a waffle with like Nutella and all this stuff on it. It's a thing here in Turkey. And nothing was open. Yeah. And then to have a nightclub that was open until 4 a.m. Yeah, but there were people there. You said you heard them like cheering and... Yeah, well, we did hear like a DJ, and then the DJ would stop the music, and I was like, "Lord, is this the time that the music's gonna stop?" And then he, the DJ, would say something, and then people would cheer, and then the music would stop and start back up. And no, that was not it. And I think the reason we knew it was gonna stop at four was that uh, our friends that I was texting with at two o'clock in the morning. So they went back to the reviews for our hotel, and some people had said, like, it went until 4 a.m. in the morning, don't stay here. And I was like, how do we miss all of these reviews? 
I I honestly know that I did not read the reviews for it because it got such high markings yeah, in Booking.com. Like 90%. Most people know, were like 8.5, 9 out of yeah. 10. Some gal rated it like 9.6 out of 10. And she was like, it's a great place if you don't mind the disco music all night. And then rated it a 9.6. And I was like, were you one of the people that was yeah. at this place like until yeah, 4 a.m.? We, we talked to the proprietor in the morning. And he said, like, during the weekday, it's fine. It's just Friday and Saturday night. And, like, this is the way, like, all the hotels around the – because we were pretty close to the The, the water. Harbor. We were very close to the yeah, water. He said all of – because, like, all the bars are along that street. And so any hotel that's, like, close to the water, it's going to be like that. And so if you wanted some other neighborhood or farther up the hill, it would be more calm. But. He told us a couple of areas, and I was kind of like, I guess we're going to go stay with the old people next time. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was a great, great trip. And so now we're back, trying to get back settled in, and our week starts again yeah. tomorrow. So. Yeah. And it was a great, it was a great place. I would... Well, I'm really glad we went our first time on an off-season, just because there's less people. And the castle was fun to see because the weather was really nice and there wasn't a ton of people. But I would like to go back again when it's a little warmer so that you can actually enjoy the beach and enjoy some of the, like, water sport activities as well. And from Bodrum, you can actually get to one of the Greek islands. And I think that would be really fun to do as well. All right. I think that's it for today. I think that is. We didn't do any updates when it came to our life, but this is kind of update anyways. Yeah. And if you want to know, you can ask. Yeah. So we always love hearing from you and you know how to get in touch with us. If this is your first time listening, then you can check us out on our website, funktravels.com. Keep up with us on Facebook and Instagram at Funk Travels or email us at hello at funktravels.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining in. Bye.